It was so upsetting. And it's like, it's dehumanising and it's humiliating and it's embarrassing and it's disrespectful, but it also takes something of you as a woman. It's not, it's, it's so, it's public. It's, it's so shameful. I hate it. Do you it's, remember um, when I did a Facebook Live? Uh, I used to have to do a Facebook oh Live God, yeah. my column at Sunday time. Yeah, I remember. And one woman, this was a woman, to be fair, and uh, I don't think her English was great. That's the excuse I like to use. But she told me that I didn't know how to wear my face. Yeah, I remember. Um, Actually, that was quite funny, and Ollie is obsessed with that. And any time I tell him something like, "Can you take out the bins?" It's like it's such a like. He'll say you don't know how to wear it's your. It's so face. horrible though. That there's no coming back from the insult. Like but it's also impossible to. I can't wear a new one, so I am <laughs> exactly. stuck with that criticism. It's so irreversibly cruel. It is irreversible. It's, I'm landed <laughs> with just one. Um, I want to add a couple of important caveats here. I'm not saying, I don't think either of us are, that we have to shut down debate. I'm not saying we aren't allowed to entertain or receive alternative viewpoints. People are allowed to dislike my, your, any female or male's work. Um, it can fuck you off. You can think it's shit. Yeah, I totally. also think, to reference Daisy's point, that abusing someone who wrote a piece about a Christmas song is different to someone who writes a knowingly controversial piece or puts up a ridiculous Instagram picture. I'm sorry, but I don't conflate a really posy bikini picture and a piece of journalism as the same thing, much as I know everyone's keen to call themselves a writer these days. But this compulsion to tell someone, and not only that, tell them in a way that makes them feel disgusting and discredited, the old, you know, delete her from the internet, is new ground, scary ground, and fostered by the internet's as often mentioned, empathy deficit. What's worrying for me more and more is how we're becoming, myself included in this, so desensitised to it. I told a male friend about those comments recently and he laughed and said, sorry, but that man's just an idiot and you shouldn't read comments and you just shouldn't get upset. And for a moment I felt a bit embarrassed that I had confided in him that it had upset me, like I was acting like a sort of triggered snowflake. And I don't think of myself as a precious sort of person. But then I reassessed my reaction and I thought, do you know what, no, I'm fine. I'm fine with being someone who finds it upsetting and maybe even psychologically a bit of, you know, of a mind fuck to have men routinely publicly write to me in this way in response to my mostly lighthearted musings on life. I don't want to be someone who thinks that that's a normal way to be spoken to. I want to aspire to more for myself. I'm worth more than that. And we need to take ourselves seriously and we need to not integrate this frankly fucking psychotic behavior into just part of the online world. I think that you'd be much more relaxed if you've had a drainage hole, quite frankly. You just had some way of getting all this out. <laughs> Turns out it's not just us being snowflakes. Amnesty International have now defined abuse online as a human rights violation. One in five women in the UK have faced abuse online. I, I'm actually amazed that it's that low. Well, I think it's probably because a lot of women aren't online, really. Their digital footprint could be tiny or non-existent, like my mum. Not a lot of women, mm. but most women in their 70s don't have... They have email, but mm. they don't have Facebook, Twitter... Instagram. Oh my God, have I told you my favourite mum Facebook thing? No. My mum disappeared into the room with, her, with the computer when I was at home a few years ago and she was like being on Facebook for hours and then she came out and she was like biting her nail really nervously. She was like, darling. I said, what? She said, what does it mean if Linda's told me to check my privilege? <laughs> You're joking. No. Linda, very woke. <laughs> I think Polly's final words for her column are the most meaningful takeaway for me um, from this. 
I suppose in the future, when contemplating taking part in a righteous internet pile in day, we could pause to ask if the latest subject is deserving of such treatment, distinguished between, say, a righteous internet pile in day on a rapist and one directed at a daft student with a crush or a woman who's not great with money. Consider what might happen to them emotionally if we proceed. Wonder if one day they might be us. I couldn't agree with her more. Thank you very much for listening to the Hilo. You can rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps a boost us in the charts and helps other people to find us. You can email us, show at gmail.com. You can write to us now so that your letters will get put in ye old mailbag. I'd like you to fasten it with a wax seal. Oh, there seal. must be a wax seal. There must be a wax seal. Let's just get this completely clear now. With your family crest <laughs> in it. And if you don't and have it- one, make one. And it has to be a quill and ink. Yes, a quill and ink, please. Calligraphy only. And if you send those to uh, Grace O'Leary, independent talent, <laughs> and the address will be in uh, the show notes. And if you can't find the show notes, then you can't write to us, and that's the end of that. And you can tweet us at the Hilo Show. Bye bye. Please tune in next week because I'm making Christmas cocktails for Pandora and DJ CJ. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>